0: What's your favorite film? God, that's
1: awful. Favorite. Awful.
0: Awful.
1: Your favorite film is awful. Hello and welcome to your favorite film is awful, the weekly podcast where we invite guests on to defend their favorite films from negative reviews. As always, I am your host, the one, the only Luke. And with me is my good friend, my pal, Charlie. How are you? I'm magic, mate. Magic? I'm good, yeah, yeah. You're always magic. Yeah, I'm always magic. Like, how do you consistently be magic? to be, be here, magic? Really. Just having a great, a a great time, yeah. Great time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, who's the guest? Have you brought a guest? I assume oh, you've brought a guest, but uh, I can't see anyone. Have oh. you brought another ghost? Uh, I've brought a guest, yeah. you brought a guest? I've brought a guest, yeah. Okay.
0: He is a, uh, a videographer. Oh. As you say, he's directed uh, multiple commercials. And uh, he's also, was a camera assistant, if, correct me if I'm wrong, for Isle of Dogs, the Wes Anderson
1: film. Oh, and who is this mysterious man?
0: This man. Oh. Tonight, I'm bringing with me <laughs> Mr. Sean Grimsley.
1: Hello. 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 If all of that was
0: correct. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> really? Good. Good. I'm glad. That Good. <laughs> Imagine we just lied about
2: you. You just, yeah. just some bum. You forgot, you, you, <laughs> you forgot former film teacher oh, extraordinaire. Oh, it's true.
0: He was a former teacher, yeah, as yeah. well. Taught me the films he did. Ah, yeah, yeah, very nice. So
1: I assume so you're Charlie's... You're welcome. Yeah, you are. It's <laughs> <That's> my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, so yeah. I assume Charlie's like clued you in on what we do here.
2: No, no, Charlie doesn't ever tell me anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah.
1: I'm noticing a bit of a theme there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what
2: are you talking about?
1: Okay, so first off, what is your favourite film, Sean?
2: Uh, well, thank you. First off, thank you for having me in your lovely studio today. Five, star. and f- five stars. Five stars. <laughs> is that your Yelp review? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, and today I have chosen as my favorite film Darren Aronofsky's 2006 film, The Fountain. Oh, very Fountain. Nice. interesting.
1: Okay, and for those who yeah. have... <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is going to be a uh, interesting episode, isn't it?
1: It will be. Yep. But for those who are listening but haven't seen the film. Could you give us like a general synopsis, a bit of the plot, if no. possible? No. Okay. No, I can't. No. Uh, Charlie, time to no. step <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, God. Good You're... show, guys. Good <laughs> show. Good show. Good show. Um,
2: yeah, no, of course I can. The Fountain is a film set in three, arguably three timelines, starring Hugh Jackman and Rachel Weisz. In timeline number one, we have a man called Tomas, played by Hugh Jackman with long hair. And he is in 15th century Spain, traveling to... Uh, where is he travelling to? But kind of, I guess, like the Mayan yeah. Temple, so South yes, America, temple, I believe, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, to find the Tree of Life for Queen Isabella. And then we cut to present day, What kind of present day, um, Hugh Jackman with medium hair. And he is researching a cure for his wife, Isabelle's cancer. Uh, and potentially a cure for death and disease as we know it. And we also have bald Hugh Jackman, who is... <laughs> Tai Chi, timeline, tai Chi Jackman, Tai <laughs> Chi Uh floating through space in a bubble um, with the Tree of Life. <laughs>
0: people, people haven't <laughs> seen it, are like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, away. yeah, uh, yeah. That's, but yeah, that's. I think that's that's, that's, a, that's a good summary. Yeah, yeah, definitely, I think that definitely sums yeah. up the plot. Definitely,
1: yeah, yeah I, I like that. It hit all the points, however. Um, my first negative review we're <laughs> oh we're we diving in, straight in, straight yeah, in. We're, sorry, we're sorry to break it to Sean apparently <laughs> yeah, your favourite you, film is, is awful your yeah, favourite film yeah. is awful and um, the entire plot can be summed up in a single line from Ton one star review so he was chasing a tree that comes <laughs> 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 oh, oh brilliant oh <laughs>
2: I mean, it doesn't really stop there, does it? Because like everything is all circles in this film as yeah. well. There's a lot of phallic imagery. Yeah, there is. Yeah, throughout um, Zubalba, the star that he's travelling towards in in his bubble spaceship is base looks like the vaginal opening. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, as I, I, I mean, I don't remember.
0: I mean, right? it, <laughs> I, I, I just I, I did find it funny myself when it came out. And uh, I was watching it with my uh, my girlfriend at the time, and I said girlfriend uh, at the time. what oh. happened since? <laughs> no, when I was watching the film. When I was watching the film. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we, we both said that looks like come like that's the first thing we said. And uh, I think it's interesting that it's uh, supposed to give life as well. But I yeah, think there's a lot of metaphors in this uh, this film to break down.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, I mean. Uh, Ultimately, it's a film about life and death, yeah. and I—I uh, I I, come into terms with it. We can't yeah, yeah. The whole like, for me, the whole thing is about coming to terms with death and why life is important and how we can have life be important. Um, and yeah, totally. It's he—he he heads towards a vagina exploding star <laughs> in space, and yeah. then yeah, yeah. kind of maybe travels back in time, or was always him, or. Mm who knows it's a film very much open to interpretation
0: but i think it's supposed to look like come um, yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah which <definitely. laughs> is
0: interesting um cuz <clears throat> you know what i found out um as well cuz i did a little bit of research after watching it um that, that there's no cgi in the movie very little cgi i mean there is green screen but it's yeah, yeah, i mean yeah. it's just compositing yeah yeah because he it's um i think he took i think it's footage of like like it's, microscopes yes yeah, so it's, like, it's like biological, biological reactions yeah, yeah. through microscopes yeah, yeah. and microscope. stuff and that is really cool because I, really well. yeah. I think it really held up it 2006 2006 yeah I think the CGI does hold up oh, oh it's, it's, it's well, CGI, I, I think it's you know, very unique effects. CGI no well, definitely it's, yeah it's, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, there's not much we can really say about the no, cum. Fine. I mean, we agree with him. It does look like cum. It, it does look like, brings like brings cum. It brings light. And <laughs> <laughs> the he, the he, he gobbles it right up. <laughs> he does. Who knew the fountain of youth was just sperm? Um... I mean, technically, we <laughs> so all did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> true. Oh, <geez.
2: laughs>
0: Great way to start the episode.
1: Ah, I know, that's why I picked. Okay, so uh, N.W. Bronco. Okay, so this is how you can tell that uh, they didn't research before they left the review. The only reason that I did not vote zero was the CG effects. That's the, just the first wait, line. Wait, the, the only, only reason, reason he didn't vote
2: zero was because of the CG effect. Okay, fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a lot of people know this, but um, it wasn't Hugh Jackman in the role. It's, it's a row. It's an all-CGI <laughs> Hugh <laughs> Jackman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, they just comped it from, uh, from all of his Wolverine performances. Uh, I thought it looked familiar. <laughs> I thought we looked angry
0: in every scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <does> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, dear. Uh,
1: continuing, E for Effort. Aside from that, what do you get when you mix a little bit of opium, death fantasies, astronomy, Eastern religion, and no hope? Anyone? Doctor Strange. <laughs> Damn, you're right. Yeah, you, you got the answer. <laughs> you get 96 minutes of your precious life robbed from you. Don't bother. Anyone with judo-Christian beliefs may get irritated at the ending. That is all. That, that's it. It's just... Uh...
0: I feel like there wasn't really any... Points really there, was it? I feel like you just said, yeah, that was rubbish. This was good. That was And I love the time frame I- of the
2: film. Yeah. I mean, my initial yeah. reaction to yeah. that is just like 96 minutes for a film that deals with I mean you guys heard the pitch. You oh know, yeah. It's so there's much a man that. flowing through space <laughs> yeah. in a bubble with the tree of life. 96 minutes. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. it's either gonna be like a four-minute art piece or a four-hour Russian arc style thing but it's 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 neither of those things It's a, I think it's a really trim film and I think it's all the better for it I mean I could have yeah. taken another 10-15 minutes because it's such a soulful film oh definitely um, it's a proper mood piece
0: yeah definitely I feel like it, I feel like it's over before you can really get annoyed with it yeah in terms of like but I, I think the film's good as well like, you I like did, it I, I do actually enjoy it I okay. did enjoy it I I don't know if I loved it but I did enjoy it I did like it I think it is some really good narrative stuff like especially with um the idea of him coming up with the cure just as she dies—spoilers yeah. part dies. Yeah. Um, Didn't even say yeah, spoilers. I yeah, yeah, just jumped it's, in. It's, it's jumped in. Like, I think that's some really interesting, like some nice stuff, and it, it's, it's brutal. The, the film is brutal to Hugh Jackman. It does, he can't. Again, we mentioned it last week, but one of my favorite types of characters is the can't catch a break characters, that's and true. Hugh Jackman can't catch a break in this movie. Me, <laughs> yeah. That guy just can't he catch can't a break, break. But this is not played for humor like last week's. Uh, <laughs> this is played for just pure, just takes out your... Soul and crushes it. I yeah, mean, it I mean, sorry. What I did like about it is that it plays on the sort of what makes sort of life beautiful and the fact that it isn't forever. Mm. There's is a certain amount of time, and the whole film I feel like to me is about coming to terms with death. And, yeah, 100. And I think that's what I I, I enjoyed about it because it started off and I was like, okay, what's going? On? I see Taishi Jackman, and I was like, what's gonna, what's going on here? What's going on here? Um, but I I think it. Really, I think it does pay off. No, I agree. So, I mean, uh, the, the one thing I
2: will say about this film and defend it to its to its day, regardless if you like it from a narrative or visual standpoint, it is hands down Hugh Jackman's best performance.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's definitely one of his best performances. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely one of performances. For me, this definitely was the point at which traffic. I'm like,
2: oh my god, like this guy is someone to pay attention no, to. He is, yeah. And then he did it again for me in Prisoners, um, no, yeah, yeah. which I think was what,
0: 2010,
1: 11? Oh, I'm trying to
2: think. Was it's Dennis,
0: Dennis, Dennis Villeneuve. Yeah, 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 Villeneuve yeah, yeah no, I enjoyed
2: that. Yeah. Um, but I think you know I I think everybody's so used to just seeing him as Wolverine, oh, no, it, particularly no, no. in no. this time frame.
1: Oh no, no, no! Because oh, well. I was a fan of uh, Hugh Jackman when uh, the musical Oklahoma. Ah, so we're talking like proper young oh, wow. Hugh Jackman yeah. singing really? on stage Sing song, Jackman. so great, Jack- <laughs> and he's come back now, isn't he? With yeah. the, oh, the yeah. greatest showman, Great mm. showman. We all yeah. knew,
2: but I mean, in terms of like a massive like cinema audience, I certainly think that he was Wolverine oh, and
0: definitely. this was the
2: film. I mean, I like, obviously like he is Wolverine. Mentally. Oh yeah. I mean, good yeah. luck, good luck to the next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, definitely, definitely. But, uh, th- yeah, this was the first film and it's, th- it's one scene in particular. I mean, it's quite a complex performance anyway, but it's the scene in particular when she has died mm. and he sobs oh, man. and sobs and it's, it's not movie. It doesn't feel like movie crying. No, it's 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 pure heartbreak. The the closest thing that I could compare it to is another one of my favorite films, which I'm hoping you'll if you'll have me back, we can talk about. Yeah. Is Tom Cruise? Uh, in, oh in, in yes. Magnolia. Oh I, yes. I find them to be very yep. tonally quite similar. No, I agree, and I think. And it's a comparison that I mean. I remember reading reviews at the time and yeah. then seeing the film. It was a comparison that I immediately drew. And I don't remember... Feel free to correct me because you guys have read more reviews of it recently than I have, but um, I don't remember anyone else really making that comparison. But I think they're actually... No, yeah. As a double bill, I think no, they would I, go quite well with like, the Prince Charles
0: plug. No, no, definitely, though. I definitely agree with that. I think they're very tonally similar and they very have a lot of similarities in terms of what they're trying to the themes and sort of what they're trying to say. Especially that scene in the Magnolia. That's one of my favourite scenes in, in films, I think. Also... Like you said, um, you don't expect this kind of performance from Hugh Jackman Pam Wolverine, and I think that's the same thing with Tom Cruise and Magnolia. People don't, I don't think, give Tom Cruise enough credit sometimes. I think, especially in that performance, he's incredible. It he has, that, he has that same emotion when he does start bursting into tears, both of them. I, yeah, that's a very good comparison. I, really and I like think that. it's I'm a testament
2: yeah. to the film that if, you, if, if that scene affects you, then I think the film is doing its job. I agree. Yeah, you don't yeah. necessarily need to know what's going on mm. as a whole to understand what's happening In that moment. Amazing.
1: Okay, moving forward. Laurie Martin, we've got a one-star review. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. Great start. (laughs) Was there a
2: full stop at the end of that? How was the grammar. Uh, There
1: was actually four exclamation points. Oh, my. So it's actually closer to, uh, (laughs) (laughs) ugh. My husband and I saw this film on Thanksgiving evening. What a waste of our time and money. After it was over, we looked at each other and said, at just about the same time, what the heck was that? I remember saying, I hate this movie on so many levels that I don't even know where to start. As a Christian, I hated... (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be a theme, isn't it? I don't know know where to start, but but Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Jesus. Uh, As a Christian, I hated the screwed up theology and the overly new-aged Eastern religion slant. As a moviegoer slash movie lover, I also hated the way the movie seemed to sort of start about 15 times, but then never carried anything through. Pick a beginning for crying out loud. There are several endings too, to my mind. So that's paragraph one. Anything to... (laughs) Um...
0: I don't think it starts... I remember thinking, like, okay, hey, this started off with the. It starts off with well, Hugh Jackman doing his Tai Chi in the <laughs> space, and um, I was like, okay, is this the beginning? But I think, I think the beginning is when you first see Hugh Jackman in the real world, quote unquote, present day. The present day. Present sorry. day. To- sorry, Tommy. Yeah. Tommy. Tommy Cro. Yeah, that's that's um, to me where I think the film starts. I think the rest is sort of a way to tie it back narratively later.
2: Kind of. I I sure. find the film it. It's one of those things because I'm such a stickler for for narrative structure, like really well structured screenplay, just like gets oh, me rock hard. The mm. But um, the reason that I quite like this film is that I, I I don't have to worry about that as much. It doesn't. It's I find the film to be quite a lyrical film, and I kind of use that. It's it's more. Um, the best description of it that I figured out many years later, I went to see a film um, by Shane Carruth called Upstream Colour. Oh, yeah. And uh, he was there and he did a Q&A, and he was talking about how he didn't like screenplay formatting because it was really hard to cut between loads of different things without taking the reader necessarily out at the moment, even if you're just reading it. He's like, no. you can do it on screen a little bit, but it's really hard to do. He said, I want to make a film where it feels like a record and you can skip to track seven. Because that's your favourite song, or that's your favourite part of the mm-hmm. movie, and I almost feel like The Fountain does a really similar job of achieving that. It, whether that was Aronofsky's intention or not, I find that 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 kind of applic you could apply what Shane Carruth wanted to do with Upstream Color kind of to this a little bit, and particularly because of Clint Mansell's score. This movie does play kind of like listening to an opera or something like that. You can skip. I feel like you could watch individual sections of it and be like oh I want to watch the rest of this because I'm very curious but in its self-contained sections it works as well yeah, yeah.
0: I see what you're saying I agree with, with that point but like, like uh, who, who said that the guy Shane Carruth the Shane guy Karoosh. that
2: did uh, Upstream Colour and but, he did um, Primer the time travel film
0: which is funny because they say this, but then their <laughs> films still are free acts or still have free acts to a more, early, a, four, a four or five act, uh, structure. Yeah. They still have a structure to them. they still a beginning, middle and end. Yeah. So I've, there's, I've seen a few times with like. But so do songs. Directors, dire- yes, I'm exactly. sad. So directors say, like, oh, we don't follow the typical structure, but like they do still, real. still they do, always yeah, try right. to, but I get what they're trying to say in terms yeah. of like, they're trying to do something different, play with the, the, the structure a bit more and, and not follow to that kind of hero's journey that. Sort of every yeah the Vogler's classic hero's journey yeah sort of thing. I don't. I think. I think.
2: I think. Ultimately, what I like about this film is, if you do try and stick to it narratively, yes, I can understand why it would not satisfy you. But if you stick to it narratively while also looking at all of the Mm. the mise en scène, all of the symbolism, all of the imagery, you can almost pick up parts of it and let parts of it go depending on what your stance is. like I never really look at this film as particularly overly religious. I I find it a very spiritual film without it being religious, even though there are lots of circle imagery, lots of reference to crosses Mm. and things Mm. like that. Um, But... I think that's Darren Aronofsky and that nutshell. I feel like, <laughs> particularly after you watch Mother, I think it's I think it's the most like the Fountain film that he's done because it's really obnoxious. I feel like he's no, the kind of guy funny, that we're like, funny. I know what I want this movie to be. Yeah. And I'm gonna put in all this extra religious symbolism mm. in it because fuck it, it'll be funny to push people's buttons.
0: See the thing with Mother is before I watch this, because I see Mother before I watch yeah, this, I, know, yeah. I was I've seen Darren Aronofsky's films before, like I really like I love a reckoning for a dream, I really like Black Swan and Watching Mother and then I see this and I was kind of like, it started and I was like, oh, is this going to be, <laughs> is this going to be Mother? But I think what I found personally preferred about this film yeah. is that it sets you up straight away with it. It lets you know what the film is already. Yes. Whereas Mother
2: turns into that. I, I completely agree. I think what, what Mother does is it asks you to go along with it and go, like, it doesn't care if you figure out. Like I, I yeah, figured out yeah. what Mother was trying to do and I'm not going to tell the listeners who haven't seen it. It's an extremely heavy-handed film no yeah, like true. mother is like very obnoxious very on the nose and it's like yeah. this is what it's about yeah. and I remember being on the screen about halfway through I was like, I think I know what this is and then as it got further into it it made me laugh at just yeah. how on the nose it was yeah. whereas this I think it's it's a film that is designed to be more emotional yeah it's mm. supposed to kind yeah. of take you on a on an emotional journey in, in a similar way that a particular okay. song can. Can
0: remind you of a moment in your life. That's what I liked about this. Uh, the mother is like the tone was set, and I feel like all this okay, this like weird stuff of him being in sort of space and in the future. I think it is almost um, like life after death. It kind of set this tone up. You sort of feel it the whole way, sort of thing. Whereas like in Mother, I didn't really get that as much. But anyway, sorry.
2: I wonder yeah. if the, one of the reasons that you preferred this is because there is an emotional core to this. I think that so. I think even people that don't like the film. Because they're trying to look at it very cerebral. If they were to go back and rewatch it and go, this is a film very much about grief yeah. and about not being able to move past grief, yeah. even and trying for- everything to and prevent try and- everything to yeah. Yeah. prevent it. Yeah. It's about overcoming that. I think it's a very relatable thing that most people will, perhaps not young children, to, uh, on a large yeah. degree, but I think anybody past a certain age will very much understand the fragility of life. The more that they live it. And I wonder if that's because, if that's one of the reasons why I think this film is getting a lot of, like, there's a lot written about this film. You yeah. don't have to no, yeah. search hard to find people talking about why they like it. And it's kind of got a cult status in the last, what, 13 years.
0: And I think that's why I, I like this a lot, because I could understand you, Jackman. I knew what his goals were. I was following his goals. I wanted him to achieve his goals. Like, and, it, and then when you get that taken away from you, it's, it's heartbreaking. Like I said, in mother. I didn't feel that, but but in in the fountain, this is what I, that's what I really liked about it, is that it come from a place of relatability. Even though this almost this very spiritual stuff is going on, um, ultimately the film is about this guy who loves his wife and she is dying, and he wants to do everything he can to stop her from dying. Like what can he do? And then meanwhile, you have these kind of other stories playing out of him trying to find the fountain of youth and trying to find immortality because that's what's going through his head he want, he's trying to find that so he can fix his wife's tumour and, um, and save her like. but ultimately and then it's coming to terms with the fact that you wouldn't really want that sort of thing it's a, I mean that's what I really liked about it but because, we're not talking <laughs> about why you liked the film
1: we're talking about why <laughs> you didn't like the film Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah that's give us point. another one. We've gone too far. Uh, oh, no, this is still the same one. You, you kind of sidetracked me. For a while, I thought it might turn out to be a film that made you really think and get you to try and figure things out for yourself in the storyline. Kind of like The Mayatrix did, but not so. From the various previews for The Fountain, we really thought this was going to be a sci-fi or fantasy action film. <laughs> Guess we should have read some reviews first. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's hard as any kind of art project if you go in thinking it's going to be one thing and it's not that thing. It's yeah, hard to You're look not going to gonna that. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, definitely. It's like going home with, like yeah, going going home with a girl and then finding out she's got a penis. I mean, <laughs> it's going to be surprising. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Unless you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, hey, of course, yeah, Hey, there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs>
1: exactly. Each to their own. Yeah, exactly. And of course, as a Christian, it's a little hard to get into the movie with new ideas about living forever dying eternal life when we already know how god's works. oh god. how god works do we mm. yeah. That mysterious way. out of those who belong to his son we find it pretty hard to suspend our disbelief for a movie in those cases the only thing i thought was good in the fountain was the cinematography and the visual effects but hey I need more than that in a film. I haven't despised or been so disappointed by a movie this much for a very long time. Do yourself a favour and don't see it if you haven't already. We actually told people in line as we were leaving not to see it. But I don't think anyone was paying any attention to us. (laughs) Good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure they wish now that they had.
0: I feel like Laurie's real problem with it is that it questioned her sort of religion a little bit and I think that's what she's annoyed about mm. rather than the actual movie because she I mean she compliments a lot of things she said like the cinematography she it's Matt Ilebatik's finest yeah. work and it's, it's yeah. gorgeous no, it's just really it's a beautiful film but um I feel like she was more offended by obviously the, the tries, it tries to put across which I think's interesting because I think we should always strive to try and find even if you are a religious person I think it's a always try and look to see what other people believe. And I think... I don't, I don't even necessarily think that Dan, uh, even believes what, what's going on. I, it's more of a case of, like, I think he's posing a question. Yes, I agree. Uh, um, yeah, to think about, really. I mean, what, what do you think about? Like, yeah, I mean, uh, the uh, film uh, flopped
2: uh, in the States. It, the, the, the box office in the States, I know, was abysmal. I, I was... I remember going to see it, and weekend it came out, I went to see it on a Saturday morning at 11 o'clock, because it was the only time it was on. And I went to see it in a screen that had maybe 30 seats... Which shows you like the the scale of the release yeah. after that. But um, I wonder, I think a lot of the kind of religious aspects of the film, which I don't think i particularly, personally, I don't find it heavy handed. Mm. I, I, I will state that I'm not a particularly religious person. And what I love about the film is that it makes me feel more religious than any church going experience mm. I've ever had does. But I don't think the film goes out of its way to say, your religion is wrong. This is right I agree, because yeah. I, there is very much an Eastern element mm. to him being bald, like mm. Tai Chi. Yeah, uh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, definitely. It's very Eastern in its kind of philosophy there. But I, I personally don't ever think that the film goes out of its way, unlike Mother, to say mm. um, Christian. This is like this is just for Christians, and I wonder, mm. I wonder if that played into a number of, like a big reason. I don't.
0: Yeah, I think... Uh, in the um, reviews
2: particularly, because America is ver- very much based on religion, and oh, I, yeah. I don't...
0: Yeah, I think that's really interesting. I've I noticed that the, the last three reviews we've read out as well have all stated that they're Christian and that they had problems with it. I think that's, very, I think that's
1: really interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think in the, uh, the Spanish flashback, that timeline, yeah. Queen Isabella says a line about the Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden... Uh, and that's oh, what yeah, a lot of does, Christians yeah. have like. Therefore, uh, the Lord
2: God it. banished Adam and Eve from the Garden of Eden and placed a flaming sword to protect the tree of life, Genesis three twenty four. That is the opening exactly. quote from yeah, the film, so it's true. like, yes, immediately you're like, okay, so there's this is yeah, religion based, element. and mm. the, Genes- the Book of Genesis, is obviously you know like a uh, a Christian based religion mm-hmm. to open with, but I think it's more of a framing device. To, to get you in the mindset of thinking about how life works. Yeah, And definitely. also, the movie is kind of about the tree of life, which has its basis in religion. But, mm. uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think the, the film is more of a mood piece about, and very much what a lot of people find in religion. What is the point of life? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. what do we find in death? Well, we find life. Yeah. And I, 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 there's nothing that does that more than religious text and religious yeah. books. So it's, it's obviously a place that you're going to draw. Yeah, sources from I think
0: it's mm. interesting. They, they got annoyed by it for me because I think the kind of the end of it reminded me a bit of like the hope that you that people get from religion. Yeah, and that's what, in the sense of like oh, the beautifulness of this life is that it does end sort of thing, and sort of like and it kind of feels like she says oh you can be with me forever. It's almost like when they die that you're we're we're in the ground together. Yeah. That yeah. was kind of like yeah, it's, and it's, um... it's I think it's a hopeful way to look. So I'm annoyed. I'm I'm, I'm interested to see. Why people are actually annoyed? I'm, I mean, I know it goes against their religion, but I think it's interesting that they are still annoyed by the fact that there's. It's
2: they find problem. that it goes against potentially their religion.
0: Sorry, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, fine. Yeah, yeah, It's hard to break down that point because, like I said, this, this was quite—it's quite an opinion-based.
1: Yeah, it's very religious. One, well, yeah. this was not very, very much one left one. open to its interpretation. Yeah,
0: definitely. Mm. Yeah.
2: Um, I know that Aronofsky has gone and, and said, like, I know what I know that there's one spe- there's one ending to this film, and I know what it is, and I hope people figure it out. But mm. I think. He's also smart enough to know that it's much like religion. People finding it what they want to find want in from it. Me, yeah. yeah, it's not just um, not.
0: It's not saying to you, "This is this." It's not. Yeah. It's not it's on. It's not very on the nose. I and guess. And I think not that's not. clear through throughout the whole piece. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Person,
1: yeah. right. definitely. Yeah. Another negative review. Another review. It... Zach Shaft. Uh, it doesn't have a number, but it's not a nice review. So let's just leave it <laughs> at <us> that. <laughs> yep. Jack Shaft. Jack Shaft. <laughs> Zach Shaft. Ambition is one of Aronofsky's biggest strengths, but the fountain goes overboard with its narratives within narratives, meditation on morality. There's just too much story, too much theme, and too many recurring motifs to simply be able to begin to process what exactly Aronofsky is trying to do. The just most like grief. Sim- just like grief. Huh? Just like grief. Just like Where grief. Where do you begin yeah. to process it? <laughs> Uh, The most simple and effective version of the story, Love Makes Us Mortal, gets anchored down and completely drowned by what seems to be every musing on religion, love, (laughs) and mysticism Aronofsky ever had. And so, The Fountain failed as a theatrical experience. The director is not entirely to blame here. He originally conceived The Fountain as a 70 million dollar movie but was forced to scrap his original script and rewrite it to a 35 million dollar oh, wow. budget. I never knew that. Yeah. The movie stripped the plot down to its most basic form but retained all of the weighty ideas that probably felt more organic when the movie had a larger budget and more room to breathe. Aronofsky himself has called The Fountain his version of a Rubik's cube. It's an apt comparison for a movie that is forced to bottle up centuries-spanning ideas into 96 minutes. Somewhere, there is a director's cut of The Fountain that's a true winner. So
0: that's interesting. That was quite good. That
2: was a good review, actually. (coughs) I mean, it's Um, interesting. I, I always find it difficult when someone's like, you know... This is what it could have been. This is what it is. This is what it is. So let's let's judge it on that. Like like money doesn't
0: necessarily make a film any better. Mm. No, Um, yeah, I totally. Sometimes, I mean, a lot of the time, restrictions is what makes a makes the film because people have to be creative. Mm.
2: I I think it's interesting that this. Th- this film was made in 2006 for 35 million. Yeah. Um, do you
0: realise it was going to get, what, 70 million? I mean, it was I supposed think, to be yeah, 70 yeah, million 70. with Kate
2: Blanchett and Brad Pitt, but Brad mm. Pitt dropped off oh. to uh, do Troy, I believe. Really? Yeah. Because
0: mm. I know they took a reduced rate, Guy Jackman and Rachel Wires, to do the movie. Yeah. Mm. I yeah. know that. Yeah. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Which, cause it's funny for me because it feels like, for me, it feels like a movie that was structured out completely and there wasn't much taken out. I, I don't know. It felt like such a. I mean, we never know. We never know, but it's the
2: difference between a first draft and a tenth draft. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to know. But um, I, I, I think the fact that this film was made for thirty-five million dollars in two thousand six is ludicrous. Like to get a budget like that now is impossible, mm. especially for a movie
0: this strange, right, like and this, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah, you don't really
2: get that as I much. I mean, Aronofsky, Noah was probably his biggest budget film. Not long after that, And yeah. the fact that that is a film that is basically like this is this is religion. Yeah. Like, this is what you wanted. <laughs> yeah. This is exactly yeah, how you no, wanted to see true. this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's his that's most succ- I don't know if it's his most successful film. I think it is. I think it was I think it was probably his most be, successful yeah. film. Yeah. It might be.
0: It's interesting because um, I assume the studios and that didn't like it because I think they, they didn't let him make a commentary. for the DVD so he he? did it himself he recorded it in his room his room anyway but yes, that's interesting Um, I do think it is a very a mixed film I think you can either love it it's a Marmite film oh it totally is a Marmite film you either love it or hate it Um, he makes some fair points in there I believe but uh, but like Sean said I think it's you you can't really be talking about the movie it could have been we're reviewing the movie that we're talking about like that we've seen Mm -hmm. Um, and he didn't really give many points on why he thinks this movie is good other than just the fact that it could have been Better. Could have been better. He didn't really say why, so it's kind of hard to break down. I think. Do you know, do you Whereas know what
2: I can very much succinctly say, like, the reason that I love this film is this, and it's actually a really emotionally but masculine film. This is it's you know there's only two characters really in mm. the whole movie, um, and the difference between them is Rachel Weiser's character, who isn't in the movie that much. She gets a couple of scenes, but in, you know she isn't actually in it that much. But she mm. is someone that has accepted f- her fate. She's accepted death, and it's given her a purpose, whereas Hugh Jackman's, is, it's a, a movie about a man that will not accept that for, for reasons that you can completely understand and also reasons that you can't. But it's a film about a man coming to terms with his grief. It would not pass the Beckdale test, I don't think, if you were to apply it, but I think it's actually an incredibly important film for men to see because there's not many films where you see men deal with their emotions so openly yeah, like this yeah. film does it's an it's, yeah, I agree, yeah. it's an incredibly masculine film but it's it's also an incredibly open film about men's feelings which you know yeah. particularly in this day and age now that people are starting to realize that that's an important thing to, to, no, definitely, to, yeah, to yeah, do yeah. which is why i think jackman's
0: because i i up, take a lot of it as like he's not really talking about his problems no. and i feel like all the stuff that's going on in the spiritual world where he's put the bald head I took it as personally that's what's going on inside his head as he's dealing with what's happening almost I feel like that's sure. that's the emotions he's going through and he's okay. not really talking about it and I feel like every and that's why he reacts with anger to everything it's like he's not expressing his his feelings I think that's a really it's good point actually it is an yeah. interesting like film about almost toxic masculinity sort of stuff because he does he does like I feel like he bursts out everyone but mm. everyone sort of understands but and he, he just can't come to terms with the fact that he's gr- grieving. Like, I've got no ways to believe that he hasn't really dealt with Not grief before this character, because the way he deals with it is like, like, oh, I need to figure out a cure for immortality, like, because yeah. <laughs> I can't deal with this. What is this I'm feeling? Yeah. Sort of. And a, I think it's a, he He's so reticent to accept death that he will,
2: he's an, almost arrogant enough to be the man that says, "I will defeat death. It is yeah. a disease." And I think yeah. the line is, "Death is a disease, no, is, yeah. and I yeah. will find the cure." No, it
0: is. Yeah, he he does sort of lose his mind in that sense. Mm. Yeah, he becomes yeah. arrogant in the sense that he thinks. It look was like it him. was really
2: interesting rewatching it this time because I I always took it as, space Tom, <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. space yeah, Tom yeah, bald yeah, yeah. Tai Chi Tom floating through space in a bubble towards the exploding star Jabalba Zhe- mm. is. Present day Tom writing the book that Izzy writes.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought yeah. it was. I thought There's it was one the time, ending. And then of another time, the I
2: always another time, I I think it's him. Five hundred years later, you know, like he puts that ink, that ring on his finger because mm. you know when we say we marry someone, and we love them forever. He's mm. like forever. Yeah. Mm. And this is what five hundred years later. I think mm. is the rough estimate. Yeah, of I think it, it is. Yeah. But watching it, rewatching it recently to to come onto this, um, I I wondered if. Bald Tom floating through that bubble is actually uh, is actually the cancer that lives inside of his wife and it's his reticence to accept her dying that actually is like a more of a cancerous thing to her than the cancer inside her body because mm. actually spending time with her husband in her final days rather than him trying to cure this thing is actually just as much of a... Yeah, yeah. Just as much as something that's killing her as much as it's it's destroying him at mm. the same time which was something I didn't interpret.
0: No, but that's, no, I think that's what I, this is. What I personally enjoy about the film is that anyone can come back and have a different take on certain things. But I think ultimately everyone gets the point across of like it's a guy dealing with grief. Yeah. I think, and and then the rest of it is like what do you take from it? But I think ultimately the the, the plot is there, and it's and it, just that part alone is I think quite interesting seeing someone deal with their emotions. Yeah, definitely.
2: Um, but yeah, that's what. is known for his, his his take on symmetry in terms of his visual filmmaking, in terms of how his stories kind of work. I think it's very very clear that you know people are like how, are they the same person is it like a, i don't know that it matters i think what what matters is you know you have that shot where the camera flips when they're all yeah, going yeah, towards yeah. their their final thing i just punched myself in the head <laughs> just in case yeah. you were wondering what that noise was like. <laughs> um you know that that kind of symmetry is it's it's a universal thing theme of, of life it's a universal thing of love what yeah. would we do for the ones we love you know um it's it's the worst pain that anybody can feel, and if if nothing else, if 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 no one if, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the film, the one thing I will say is that I think the film does a really good job of exploring grief universally. Yeah. Because yeah. it kind of exists, yeah. pardon the pun, it exists in a bubble where yeah. it can it can elicit a mood yeah, as yeah. opposed to having to relate to a specific version of grief.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, just just quickly, I just feel. I've, it's, I think this film's t- hard to talk about without sounding like a tad pretentious sometimes. Oh, God, yeah. Because yeah. it's like, but I don't think it... Welcome f- I to I
2: every conversation with me ever.
0: <laughs> 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 so I think it's... Uh, but I do think underlying it does have a very grounded emotion to it, a mm-hmm. theme to it, ultimately. That's what I liked about it, uh, uh, apart from obviously all the other stuff that it can be taken in
1: certain ways. But yeah, an extra... Okay, it's so the next This one? is going to be a, a after all that heavy emotional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> we need to. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a pal- pal- palate cleanser. Palette cleanser. Cleanser.
0: Palate cleanser. cleanser. Yeah. I, I, Palette I, cleanser you're right. Cleanser. cleanser.
1: <laughs> <laughs> at, at least once an episode, I need to fuck. Oh, up. of course. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> hard reading off that. But. Okay, so uh, Ryan D, zero out of ten. <laughs> this film is like a cheerleader, cool. very pretty but very dumb.
0: <laughs> Savage. Oh, wow. Oh, it's what about foxes? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, I was going to yeah. say I know some smart, I know che- some che- smart yeah. cheerleaders. And that's it. That's it. That's, that's it. That's that's it. Okay. Words. Fair enough, ah. mate. Well, I guess I'm. I mean, he'd maybe me like me because I'm, I'm pretty like a cheerleader, but I'm not dumb. <laughs> ah. Okay. I would, well,
0: I'd actually say you're the opposite, but it's fine. Well, I'm, I'm not, done. I'm not pretty, but I'm really, I'm, I'm not pretty, and I'm dumb. I meant you're smart, but you're not pretty. I don't know. Don't worry. You don't find me attractive. No, I think you're beautiful. Oh, stop. this guy fucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh,
1: uh, right, the the grand finale. Oh, oh god. Um, He's just unzipping his trousers. Yeah, getting getting the big one out. <laughs> getting the big one.
0: So there's calm. There's there's big, bonds, there's yeah, big ones. Out. There's, there's everything. There's <laughs> everything.
1: Everything. Sean. Yeah, next review. Did you know? Darren uh, Aronofsky. Uh,
2: Darren uh, Aronofsky.
1: Bob <laughs> blah blah. Blows law blog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he can pinpoint one specific negative review as the film's failure.
2: Oh really? Mm-hmm. Was it? Was it that that zero out of ten?
0: Chili? <laughs> it is the Zero out of ten. Chili. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> he that was it. it. <laughs> He's like,
1: yeah, fair, fair. Yeah. Like. <laughs> uh, no, it is this very long review that I'm about to read out by okay. Leslie fell perrin before um, you
2: read it out can absolutely. we take a stab at how we think leslie do we first of all do we think leslie is a, a man or a woman it can be it's a, it's, a true. it's it's a universal neutral. name what did i yeah what are we gonna go for man or woman i do, do not I just, have the answer it, does it matter no no <laughs> we'll we it, it, it does it. it does man or woman oh gonna, does it? it yeah there's more to it. there's more to this uh, i'm gonna go with man okay so uh in your best uh Vocal impression How you think a masculine version of this person would sound as you read this, please? Oh, god, well, Sure, that's Should just have my voice. Woman, it might have even oh, been god. more funny. Because no, this sounds like Sean's funny. heard this review before. <laughs> I, 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 I certainly haven't, I just, you know if you're just going to be reading reviews, we, we should, uh, I th- let's jazz it up a little bit. Let's get you s- imagining what this person sounds like. You have to like. sing it all as a musical. Imagine if this the musical person... number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> no, that's not... good. cutting all of this. This is not <laughs> No, no. Yeah, this is staying in.
1: Okay, this is a very long review. Maybe they've three, got two... a voice
2: box and they sound like Stephen Hawking. Oh, maybe. They
1: sound but... like the Phantom from Phantom of the Paradise. <laughs> <It depends laughs> no. like... But as of right now, they will sound exactly like me. Oh, you're going to do it? Right, so backburned four years ago after original star Brad Pitt pulled Backburn out. Backburned four
2: years ago. Four <laughs> <laughs> <Years ago. laughs>
1: Then, long in the making, the Fountain, third feature by one-time wonderkind Darren Aronofsky, made more of a splatter than a splash on Venice's Lido with its world premiere. So this is uh, a review from the time of it being released. Overpraised. For the then-hip, now-dated use of pseudoscience in Pi, and for the visual excess he deployed in the grungy Requiem, Helmer Aronofsky has been attached to and then detached from various big-budget studio projects over the last few years, including Batman Begins and The Watchmen. The Fountain, written by Aronofsky, and based on a story by him and Ari Handler, shows on screen all the wear and tear of a personal project that has suffered from production fits and starts and reportedly has been cut down from a longer running time to a still tedious and repetitious hour and a half. So that's paragraph one. Jesus <laughs> okay. Yeah, as I said, this is a long one. Yeah. Feel free to interject at any time because that was just a massive personal attack on Darren Arowski. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and this is the review he said he couldn't argue against. Okay. Uh,
1: it's not that he couldn't argue against, it's that He's the, this it's is the, the one that, that, like, screwed over the fountain. Ah, okay. Because okay. this came out, like...
2: Okay, interesting. This came out when people still
1: read newspapers and magazines. Okay, exactly. Cool. This okay. came out, like, immediately after the uh, world premiere. Yeah, at Venice, yeah. Okay, cool.
0: All yeah. right, next, discussion.
1: Plot interleaves three stories in different time frames and switches throughout somewhat abruptly between them. Although, odds and paths which is going on when by paying attention to how much hair Jackman is sporting at any given time. Uh, They then go on to just basically explain the plot, so I've cut that bit out. Visual effects credited to a slew of different companies are indeed striking with their nearly 3D layers of golden haze. However, Segment ultimately looks like a remake of the wormhole section on 2001 A Space Odyssey, as produced by makers of instructional videos for beginning yoga students. <laughs> I the build of your yeah, laughter. <laughs> tai Chi Jackman. Tai Chi, tai Jack Chi Jackman. Jackman. Yeah. Uh, More problematic is the fact that it's hard to muster any engagement with characters who are so sketchily drawn. Izzy, for example, is little more than a beautiful smiling presence. Vice admittedly looks cute and pixie-like, with a short cropped hairdo, but Aronofsky hasn't given his now real-life partner much of a role. Charismatic Jackman and his chiseled jawline does his best to carry the film through its many lulls, but it feels like a lot of time is spent watching him cry or trashing offices in frustration. No doubt the filmmaker's intention was to celebrate a love that transcends centuries, hence repeated uses of lines, scenes and motifs. In the end, however, the effect is just monotonous, especially given overuse of Clint Mansell's mournful orchestral score, slathered over scenes as if it hopes it will paper over the plot's cracks. Nevertheless, with savvy marketing, the fountain might yet find a niche audience, especially with softer-hearted Femi viewers who will groove to the picks rich costumes and honeyed tones the end the end first thing i want to jump in on that
2: is the the mention of the score how it was overused and stuff like i don't think any there's no claims that this is one of the greatest scores ever committed to a movie yeah yeah uh, of all time not not just of this last like century but like this last century this last 20 years but of all time i'm
0: surprised i'm surprised by that because i thought at least if people don't like this movie yeah who would they like at the least music? like the score I think the score mm. is really good I think the score is uh, yeah. painful mm. it's so
2: I, I listen to it to know Yeah, I could to listen yeah. to that. Yeah, right, yeah, I listen to it quite a lot. Mm. Um, it's the best thing that he's done by a long shot, mm. um, and he's a very talented composer. Mm. So um, agreed. I would I would jump in on that. I think it was what's interesting about that review is you said it. It, it was one of the first ones out of Venice after, which is when they saw it. I, I know for a fact that the critic screening of that film it got booed and trashed and lots of terrible reviews. And at the first yeah. audience screening, it got a fifteen minute standing ovation, which oh, I think oh, is a testament. Yeah, yeah this yeah, is a, a testament to the film how it exists mm. as a whole really. Mm. that's not to say I disagree with critics holistically, I, I, I hate that argument I think critics are really important and I agree. Um, sometimes when they all love a film I don't enjoy it and sometimes yeah. when they don't mm. love a film I do enjoy it, I, I, I think they serve a really important purpose, that's not the argument I'm putting forward here but I think it's I think it's very telling because I, I I remember wanting to see this film not just because I loved Requiem for a Dream but because when it came out Empire Magazine did two reviews in the, on the same page and one of them was a one star <laughs> review and one of them was a <laughs> five star review because oh, they really? couldn't quite decide um, yeah that would make me the go office. see a film and that, I no was relief. just like I've never seen I've never seen a film review that I have to I have to know what this is Yeah. yeah. and uh, yeah I'm not even gonna lie I, I, I cried watching this movie for the first time like it got me like yeah. over yeah. the credits it got me yeah. good um, it's
0: really didn't he bring up this 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 it's a, a guy right who wrote this didn't, didn't he say he sort of was annoyed by the fact that it deals with a man dealing with his emotions didn't he say something about it being soft softest uh, jackman or something, something like that. yeah it was
1: like it, it would find you. its audience with softer hearted femi viewers femi viewers like yeah so it's very,
2: that, oh that's interesting, it's I didn't interesting check up isn't it with him saying that I wonder what yeah cuz he
1: said
0: yeah i think that's really interesting he, he, like as we were saying earlier about how what we liked about it was the fact that it was showing this 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 man dealing with his emotions and you you don't get that as much Well, you get you start to get that more now cuz it's coming up as a problem in cinema and in, in the social you know issues mm. in general but um I think it's really interesting that back then this guy said that yeah, the soft
2: yeah. nevertheless with savvy marketing the the fountain might yet find a niche audience especially with softer hearted femme viewers who will groove to the pic's rich costumes and honey eyed tones that's quite yeah, yeah that's it's it I,
0: I feel like it's quite an offensive <laughs> no, statement no I think so and yeah. also it's like it's like oh i oh I'm sorry this film deals with a man losing his, the love of his life yeah, like, yeah. so you, has, have, you have to be you a woman have, yeah. to understand that I think. yeah that's ridiculous also it, like has he within never that dealt sentence, with sentence I feel like he's missed the whole point no, of the I, movie agree. Oh, yeah, no I agree no I agree and yeah totally I think that sentence alone I mean not to pick out one bit but I think it's almost ruined the rest of his argument I feel like yeah, for me, to, for me as well, Yeah, I, I, um, I would
2: be very curious to know what Leslie assuming it's a man now um, he also said that language, a,
0: he also and, said um, looks cute and pixie-like, pixie-like yeah, yeah, yeah. with the hairdo yeah. I
2: noticed that as well and mm. I was just like I never once watched that movie and felt like that was a necessary part of me needing to understand yeah it. yeah no
0: no yeah I think, I think that he has a real this Reve really has a problem with almost like the politics of men in this potentially yeah, yeah, potentially, in yeah. This, uh, a... which is weird which I think it's really strange because I think it's not a soft movie at all I think it's very gritty and hard yeah, the so way he did like him, him it. dealing with it I think it's yeah. a very uh, I think it deals with Ruth really well I don't think it maybe it's a movie ahead of its time Mm. Maybe yeah, maybe no, a little. Maybe in
1: terms especially of that you said there was a, a more of a cult following now. Absolutely, yeah. Years, so.
2: um, I, I mean, I, I personally have shown this to numbers of people, mm. and everyone that I've shown it to um, has absolutely fallen in love with it. Mm. Um, many many years after, but I wonder if that's because you get like
0: I, wonder... I think it's a lot to take in at first. Yeah, I think for me, like I, I watched this recently. I'm still sort of in this midpoint of if I love it, I hate it. I sort of I'm a bit. I enjoy the movie. I did yeah. enjoy the movie a lot. I'm trying to think whether or not in time I'll love it more or mm. if I'll dislike it more, which I, a, I think that's what's a, so interesting about this. Uh,
2: and it's... This uh, I mean, I, I've seen it a lot over the last 13 years, yeah. and it's a movie that I have very much enjoyed watching again because it, it does... You do get something from it with no, repeat I, viewings. I, can, yeah, yeah. I, I totally see that. the, totally the see height that. of a powerful thing. One yeah. of the other things I want to point out in the review which just for a second can we just take a minute to appreciate what would have happened if Darren Aronofsky directed Batman Begins I was thinking about Watchmen because yeah. uh, I think that's I an actual a, really
0: a, interesting I mean, choice because yeah. mm. I think this gave me a lot of like kind of Dr. Manhattan-y vibes with the oh, whole yeah, yeah big mm. time yeah, yeah, a little space, bit, yeah that's a good little point through space, yeah, space bold, and the, the kind of the very bleak look at life mm, sort yeah. of thing I mean it does have hope in it a bit more but I, it's very interesting. Yeah, I think that have been really interesting to see what Darren O'Scay would have done makes, with the watch. I mean, the
2: one thing that he definitely sure. does as a as a theme throughout all of his movies is make it's uh, very similar to Damien Chazelle, but in a different way. It's all about people with an obsession. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whether that be drugs or whether that be maths, whether yeah. that be um, a, a man obsessed with his own history of wrestling. To yeah. make. Mm. you know, it's a ballet. Yeah, um, yeah. There's there's interesting, an I think Re, uh, kind of feeds through and both Batman Begins and Watchmen like fit that, fit that yeah. Perfect,
0: yeah yeah to go back to this this guy's review again uh, I don't quite understand why he thinks it's for soft hearted viewers like, I don't it's, I, I, because
1: it's one of those it's an emotional piece rather yeah. than action and, and explosions and stuff I mean I
0: mean it's really interesting for a guy who's a reviewer at Variety to say Oh you need a variety
1: like, of reviewers in Variety there, sure. yeah, <laughs> there you go
0: yeah, like you said, it might be a film that was ahead of its time in terms of that I'd be the way curious. it deals with men's emotions. I'd be
2: curious yeah. for that person to rewatch
1: mm. now,
2: uh, or if they have rewatched it, if, whether how yeah. much they would stand by that review. Yeah. Based on a couple of the comments about you know like masculinity and femininity yeah. that you've just highlighted, it's really, really interesting because
0: I never picked that up until we're speaking about it now, now yeah, yeah. about the old emotions. It's really. It, the masculine emotion sort of thing mm. I think that's a yeah it's a really interesting point that I, I didn't I think it's tell. interesting
2: that that this review says about um, that it's tedious and repetitious hour and a half mm. whereas I, I was like I mean yeah it, I, I personally don't find it tedious but it, mm. it, there is a lot of Oh, yeah, repeating repeated motifs. Lines yeah. And it's yeah. Repeated lines, repeated uh, imagery and symbolism. Mm. I
1: think that's the point. Yeah, I thought that was like intentional and good because it linked the three stories together. No, so I agree. So yeah. Whether Whichever that way you need them to person, link together. Yeah. No, I agree.
2: They, you can see how it ties. But how death and love and acceptance and grief is a universal thing and it will go on and on and on. Mm. Like a circle, like a wedding ring. Yeah, yeah. Like the path
0: to. Your white shining star in the sky. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, all, yeah. It's
2: all, it's all kind of there.
0: They're I think all linked, it's... even though these stories are, are three, very different. They're not too far from. Oh, we haven't really spoken about the story of him, the actual book that she wrote, yeah. and the story of that. We haven't yeah, really spoken the, about too much the about the Spanish that, but, um, Inquisition. Yeah, because um, they all have the same sort of. They all have the same theme to him. It's this guy. He's trying to. He's trying to find this immortality for so that he can. Curious Wife that's the all three things and I think it's really interesting to see it from different these different perspectives of one being very spiritual one being in a different sort of time period in mm. in a book and one being in the present day sort of thing I think it's a, I think it all works and I think the reason he repeats it because it's like I think otherwise it would get too confusing I yeah. think maybe because okay. I don't think he doesn't treat the audience like an idiot at all in this no, film no, no. I, no think, I, d- I don't think he does but, but I think he's aware that through repetition to show okay this is what this means instead of being like, I'm gonna leave it all, so you have no idea what's, what's what's going on. There is a there is a structure to it, and yeah. um, I really enjoyed um but So I would i would disagree with that. that, that yeah, I th- think
2: I, I mean if that is the reason that he believes that that review, if he if Aronofsky believes that's the review that took down the film, I mean it, yeah. I mean it's interesting. Yeah, it it is interesting that it highlights all of the th- it does highlight all the things that are in the film. I'm sure this person's written many many reviews, but mm. um, for the exact same reasons that they did not like it. It's the exact same reasons that I think someone does like, like it. Yeah, that's yeah, very interesting.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah I Fine.
2: totally
1: agree. Is I it find one, uh, one person's trash is another person's treasure, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And exactly. It's like some people like pop music, some people like jazz. You know, they, there's tastes, only there's yeah. Yeah, no, only twelve there's only twelve notes in a scale. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. It's, it's no, yeah. How you use them. No, but definitely.
1: on that note, yeah. and you've gushed over this film the the entire time, so oh, yeah. it's it's not hard to believe that you do love this film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much so. But. In the unlikely case that someone's listened through this entire podcast, <laughs> could you give like a, a summary, like a five-star review for the film? Yes, I can. Okay, good. I'm oh, glad. Yes, I look, can. Not like, I don't think
0: people believe him enough that he loves this movie. I'll yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I but need, yeah, let's I'll uh, give it. On, give a little summary. I'll, I'll give, give five
2: it. A, star. I'll give it my best shot. This, uh, The Fountain by Darren Aronofsky, uh, released in 2006, is a movie about love. And it is about grief and it is about life and death and how the four things are intertwined and make one another seem relevant and perfect and pertinent to our existence. If you like big CGI spectacle without CGI, if you like honest, pure performances, if you like bold filmmaking, that will challenge you and you may not like it. If you want to hear one of the greatest scores ever committed in cinema history, give The Fountain a chance. It might not be for you. But much like Darren Aronofsky's entire output, he doesn't really care. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's, that's, that's a, that's like a nice that's review.
0: What I like it. For, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. If, really I, so, if you got a... Uh, so this, right while we wrap this up. Are you, you got anything to plug, Sean?
2: Have I got anything to plug? Yeah. Um, no, sorry, anything? Uh, 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 no, I don't think so. Well, uh, you've
0: got your, your website. If you oh, yeah. Why? I mean, yeah, if, if, anybody like needs, a, a, if
2: anybody whatever. needs a, a cinematographer, a light and cameraman, uh, then SeanGrimseyFilms.com is your place to go. Um, if you uh, want to look at pictures of pretty things then my Instagram is Grimsley Reaper spelled G-R-I-M for Mike <laughs> S-L-E-Y-R-E-A-P-E-R it's a play on the word Grim Reaper ooh we're back to ooh. death <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that when I was 14 years old it still yeah, makes people still chuckle it. so I'm sticking with still it and doubling down on that if you want to check out some cool videos on YouTube then Full Fat Milk is the channel that you want to check out <laughs> Full yeah. Fat Milk Full uh, Fat videos yeah. and uh <laughs> Um, cool. Yeah, that's yeah, having
1: me, guys yeah, it's been um, an absolute treat. Good. And Charlie, where can they find us? They can find us on
0: Twitter at Faye Awful. They can also find us on Instagram now at your favourite film is awful. And we have a Facebook page as well, so please like. Leave a review, please, on iTunes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Everyone
1: says it, but it would really help us a lot if you could really throw a five-star review. In in the actual uh, paragraph, the review, write what you want. Write a negative review, and we might even read it out in like a exactly.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you should do like a year review, like a exactly. year from yeah, now. So we might do that. So guys, great, so get, yeah. in,
1: to get involved. Yeah. However, yeah, yeah, yeah. the preface is it has to have five stars, otherwise it's not going to be part of this review. <laughs> <laughs> Those yeah. the, are the bargaining chip. Yeah.
2: Cool. am I ever allowed back Can, uh, like, even though I love this film and I've put it as my, my favourite film am I allowed to have more than one favourite film like you we, have repeat guests no we'll we, get you back here definitely yeah we'll
0: get you back we'll get back, back. we'll, we'll get back definitely want to get yeah, back cool. we want to celebrate cinema that's what we're doing
2: we're exactly. then thing. I'll be back to talk about Batman versus Superman oh god oh
0: god no yes thank you brilliant cool well have a nice
1: day Bye bye. take care au revoir